AJ. I'm Alex. And this is NTVN, New Tech Vintage Nerds. Today we're going to talk about photography and perhaps some 3D printing if it's time left. But before we do that, we got a couple of topics from last week remaining. I was going to do something with uh, Luxon and Luxberry. I miserably failed. And you were going to paint and do an upgrade on your homie, I believe. Yeah, uh, sort of, yes. And it also <laughs> miserably failed. No, we didn't. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, we do. it did have some drawbacks, but um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So, kick that intro. You wanted to talk about photography. I wanted to talk about photography because I got a lot of questions and a lot of ideas. So I know we both do a lot of photography. Well, for me, it used to be... as much as I used to. That was what I was going to say. In the past, (laughs) I did more. But I I was curious about all kinds of things because I started photography way, way back on film that was pretty funny but since this is new tech i also started doing something with digital photography and i got my first digital camera when i bought my first house i believe well actually more than 20 years ago and i think it was quite a journey to getting from there to here because that one was uh, low resolution. It sucked at low light. Uh, was it the one on floppy drives? Uh, no, not not floppy, but uh, like SD cards like this. Uh, oh right, uh, we, I we hope had one. Ten centimeters apart. Yeah, <laughs> we had one back in the day. I think it was a Sony. It was a comp- company camera, and that thing actually shot pictures on floppies. Yeah, and you on, heard on it taking pictures. Yeah. And, uh, still can't imagine why how how on earth that would work but well anyway it did and the 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 quality was appalling obviously yeah that the same was was for my first digital camera like with a big uh, sd card i think it was a fuji film then not then big on photography now i'm not sure so the very first camera i got well it wasn't actually my camera i just borrowed it and I think this is late nineties ish, mm-hmm. and and that thing looked like a point and shoot, but I think the resolution was like six forty by four twenty or something like that. It was it was oh, yeah. pretty bad. I can't remember the, the brand. It, it was something. I really can't remember. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun with that camera. I think the the uh, I was working at a uh, a call center back in the day for US Robotics, and uh, I think we photographed everything and everyone. <laughs> so uh, I still have those pictures, by the way. So um, yeah, it was it was fun times, but um, that thing didn't have anything in terms of removable storage. You just had to link your whole camera to the computer to just read the the onboard memory. Oh yeah. Oh, that that's old. Like <laughs> li- like with a serial cable or was it already No, no, USB? it was it was already USB, but um it the, the thing was was ancient. Let me see if I can find a uh oh, that's the wrong wrong machine, Alex. 
Now let me see if I can find an example picture. Well, you talk about last church. Yeah. So um, I started with it with that old one, but now I got a pretty decent camera. It, it's old again. I have a Canon, I believe it's a 90D. So it's pretty decent, but um, I, I took a lot of pictures with it uh, in the past. And I really like to take pictures of uh, landscapes and buildings and stuff like that. But I, I don't really like to take pictures of people because, well, I'm a nerd and then I have to talk to people. Um, do you mind taking your picture or just taking a picture and run away? It's, it's not my style. So uh, everything that doesn't talk back, I take pictures of. And then I, uh, well, I have to manage them. <laughs> and since it's, it's a lot of easier to take pictures than in the past, I have a lot of pictures and uh, it's hard to throw something away. Yeah, you just gather more and more, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, well, it's it's even worse now i believe with uh, the mobile um well with your mobile uh, i w wanted to say mobile camera but duh. Um, <laughs> with your uh, uh phone because now you can take a picture anytime everywhere where you are because it it's already in your pocket so I, I think I have more than 20 or 30,000 pictures. I'm not sure actually, because I try to manage them, but it's, uh, well, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. So I actually found a picture of, uh, of back in the day and, uh, I'm going to scare some people now <laughs> because this is, uh, it was actually, uh, uh, 640 by 480. So the good old, uh, three by two, and mm. uh, this is the, uh, the. <laughs> The picture that uh, oh my god we made back in the day. Um, Are you honestly, photographing somebody else, or was that you? Um, well, this was us actually uh, uh, um, messing around with the camera, and uh, and the, the 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 guy in the back is one of my uh, um, co-workers back in the day. Um, so if you look at the 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 EXIF information, there's there's nothing in there. It's just completely blank. It yeah. Doesn't have any information at all uh, apart from six forty by four eighty nine. Uh, sorry, ninety six DPI, twenty four bit twenty four bit depth. My God, and and that is all the information that the thing stored in EXIF. Under nothing else. So um, yeah, this was the quality back in the day. This is what this was as good as it got. It is actually pretty okay-ish. It's not it 4K. Not, it is not bad, but uh, um, it is in no way a comparison to modern cameras, right? So no. this was no, definitely not. No, and it, it's it, it it's doable, but uh, like with Canon 90D or a more modern camera. You get a lot of more pixels and it's you can do a lot oh, yeah. more with a picture but my, i mean in all fairness i don't let me just give it check if the the data's in i don't think now it's screwed up the uh the created data as well it says 20 2013 which is definitely not correct i'm very sure about that i think the creation date is somewhere 
I think 98, 99-ish. Okay. So um, that's well over 20 years old. And I mean, for that for that time, uh, the, the quality certainly isn't bad. No, it, it was, uh, was a good picture. So what do you f- uh, photo- photograph, take pictures of? <laughs> I mean, uh, I do with everything that doesn't move. Um, well, or I've actually done everything in the past, basically. I mean, I've done a couple of uh, uh, sessions for work. Um, I think I've done an award ceremony and, and some other stuff. Um, done some team events with people. Mostly, though, it's uh, 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 city photography, landscape. I do bring my camera and my camera bag every holiday, so that's quite a bit of luggage. Um, yeah. But it, it is fun, and uh, I like to look at, at uh, you know, uh, architecture or you know something that is that stands out uh, um, of the place where you are. The most recent... Uh, visit was actually to Dublin, which was, which I can recommend to everyone. It's a very nice city to be in. Very small city center, but uh, very cozy and and people are lovely. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got a story ready for you, right? They're all happy to have a chat, and that is, you know, um, it's a bit the 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 um, the community feeling that we kind of lost a bit over here. So that's um, that's very nice. And um, I made a couple of pictures at Trinity College, at um, uh, at the riverfront. So that was quite, quite, quite nice. Yes. So I that's also, mostly what I what I do. I also saw some wildlife pictures, I believe, from in the past. Oh yeah, uh, we did uh, deers on the uh, Veluwe, the uh, nature reserve here in the, in the neighborhood and um you always have the the um what's it called well it's in 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 the uh um in the autumn time when the deer are fighting for uh partners and uh, the territory and such that that it's quite impressive to be there and they've got a couple of wonderful photography spots and uh I actually rented a lens back in the day because uh, I didn't have the appropriate uh, telezoom lens. And uh, that was uh, quite an experience, actually. So that was very nice to do. And, uh, well, funny is that uh, uh, I also uh, photographed some wild boar with the uh, with little ones, so the with the, 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 the striped pigs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're so cute. It's like they all wear a pajama. And uh, seriously. Yeah, that's. I think that, that that was a wonderful day, actually. So that's one of the things that that we did in the past, and uh, I still like to go out and and uh, you know just take the camera along and just see whatever we come across along the way. Yeah. Do, do you have a favorite lens for uh, those uh, kind of things? Uh, telephoto lens, uh, obviously. But uh, well, I'm a bit on the fence about that because I actually want to buy um, a bigger one. Oh um, yeah, so larger one, the the uh, one hundred fifty six hundred. Um, but um, the reason why I didn't do that is because 
I never came around to justifying the investment because it's you know it's about twelve hundred euros or so. Mm-hmm. I know. And um, for the three times a year that I actually would take that thing out, I don't know. It's it's too big of an investment right now. I'm, I'm sure I'll buy one in the future, but um, and right now the uh, you go to lens for that. Is a seventy two hundred, which is um, one of the L lenses from Canon. I've got a Canon eight D two, I think. And um, one of the best things about that camera is it's quick. It's damn quick. <laughs> this is one of the few dual CPU cameras that Canon brought out, and uh, I love that thing. It's just you know the uh, uh, I can just hold on to the uh, uh, to the button, and it just goes continues to click 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 click. <laughs> okay, and probably with a with fast card in it. Uh, it does have a fast card. I, I run two cards. Uh, because it, it has a dual card slot, um, it has uh, compact flash, which is my uh, the main card and the one I store the uh, raw footage on. And uh, it also has an SD card, full size SD card slot, and there there I store the JPEGs. So for oh. quick quick sharing, I can always pull out the um the sd card and just uh uh share the 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 jpegs on there and for the actual you know the 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 real the real deal um i always have the 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 raw pictures the raw format and those are the ones i uh i use in uh, if i um in photoshop and uh and elsewhere yeah okay Uh, well i got uh, a one What's it? It's a hundred, four hundred lens of uh, Canon. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's uh, one of those lenses that you use one or twice a year. But when you do, it gets stuff pretty close. Uh, you have the Hoover, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it, that's it, the Mark One, the Mark yeah. One, one uh, 100, uh, L lens, and that's the one that you uh, pull out and push in. Yep. And uh, I think Canon didn't really pay attention to the seals that uh, you need on the sides of the part that goes in and out. So uh, eventually, you'll it, it will act like a uh, like a Hoover, like a, a, a uh, it will suck in the dust. And and once in a while, you have to actually take that thing apart and then clean it inside and out and then put it back yeah. together. Well, uh, I don't have much dust in it, but it's hard to set it um, stable. I did a lot of uh, photography of planes. And w- when I was uh, looking up into the sky, the, the lens uh, caved in on itself. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's hard. Yeah, it's, it's, got a, it's got a lock ring, but that is the yeah. first thing that goes when 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 it's an older one. That's the first thing that dies. Yeah. So yeah, that that is that is very annoying. <laughs> yes, it is. And Although then, um, I, I loaned it once from you, and uh, it, it it was actually quite good at shooting birds. I, I yeah, did oh, yeah. quite quick actually. Yeah, well, I only shot metallic birds uh, like planes, so um, it it was most of the time straight up or uh, pretty far in the in the distance. So 
I shot Frigate Birds at, uh, what's that called, north of you? Hilda? Oh, sorry, no, uh, uh, Real Birds. Yeah. That's the place, yeah. Yeah. They had a bunch and a, and, um, a bunch of frigate birds on the on the side, and uh, I shot a couple of them. Yeah, well, it, it's actually a, a, a nice lens to use, and, and one of the other lenses I use a lot is the ten twenty or ten twenty four of Sigma. It, it's a yeah, the wide angle. Nice, yeah, it's nice for yeah. city photography. Definitely, um, I've got a couple of lenses I'm actually very fond of. Um, I've got the plastic fantastic lens. Oh, the the fifty mil. Fifty mil. Yeah, uh, I got them too. That is, and especially because it has uh, an f one dot two stop, right? That you can do very nice tricks with that thing. I love it. Yeah, uh, but it's it's got its specific use cases. It's amazing uh, for city photography if you have the right angle. Usually, though, uh, I've, I mean, the, the uh, Canon 8D uh, is actually an APS sensor, mm-hmm. so not a full frame. Yeah, and Because of that, it can exactly, because, and because of that, it can, and, uh, you can also use EFS lenses. Yeah. And the EFS lens I've got on there is my standard go-to lens, which is almost always on the camera, and that's a 1585. And that thing is ideal for most scenarios other than telephoto so if you really need proper zoom this is this, this sucks because it stops at 85 but yep. um, in all other cases as a portrait lens as a city lens as a mild wild angle lens it's wonderful yeah and, and you never have to what to to change the lens because it's an all-in-one right it's yeah 1585 you've you've got that ideal uh, uh sweet spot between the 50 mil uh, uh wide angle and the 85 which is just about zoom yeah uh, i got something similar it's 18 one fifth looking at my lens collection i'm actually not sure what what it is but it's it's just it, it's um like the kit lens, but it goes a bit further. Yeah, um, and one of the the lenses that that which is actually the last new lens I bought uh, is um, my macro lens. Okay, and I really like that thing. What what uh, I know what a macro lens is, but what do you do with it? Um, well, it, the funny thing is that it it's also ideal for portrait mm-hmm. because it's it's got a very nice bokeh. But, um, well, obviously, I mean, you do macro with it. Okay. So you are in the garden looking at leaves and little animals and photograph that? Yeah. Okay. And that actually um, is a world on its own, I can tell you. That is something you really, really have to... uh, Yeah, it's, it's... when you dive in, it's it's just I don't know. I like it. <laughs> cool. Let me just get. Oh my god, I did it wrong again. I'm sorry. You're, you're looking and sharing something else, and I got to yeah, put it all but back it's in the video later on. Oh, thank it's you. Not, it's not working. 
let me just do that differently. Uh, I've got the wrong program for that because uh, it always opens the um, the picture in uh, in full size, and that's very annoying. So you do a lot of city photography, macro. Uh, I do some, yeah. Do Do you also take pictures inside? Well, you 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 uh, talked about events uh, that uh, that we did for uh, our respective employers. Yes, um, but do you do anything else um, indoors? I mean, I, when I go take pictures, it's almost always outside. Oh, nice! What is it? <laughs> so what you see here is a uh, a wasp on uh, lavender. Okay, and this is actually not fully uh zoomed in it can do even better but uh when i came closer the uh, the wasp actually was scared away so uh, mm. um, but i do have but i can't find them right now a couple of very nice uh butterfly pictures as well okay. where you really see them completely full screen and you can actually see that the antennas that they have uh have black and white stripes okay I didn't even know that. I didn't either until I made the picture and then in Photoshop noticed, hey, look at that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So um, we talked about this before uh, the recording. Your photo management differs a bit from my management. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know photo management. Exactly. I, I try to... I know that things get lost. That's why I also do the grid have gridfinity and i need to make sure that everything has its place so the same goes for photography i have a structure based on year on uh, after the year comes the, the event what i'm doing uh, if it's a day shooting outside or if it's a day with friends then i put that into a folder and in that folder I, when i do different days or different cameras i also put uh, those in separate folders uh, because i do uh, 360 photography i use my drone to take pictures um, i have my canon 90d and i have uh, a spare 650d uh, that i take pictures with so uh, i want to make sure that everything has its own place when i go do some cleaning up of the photos, I actually know which camera it is. And not purely based on metadata, but really it it has its own folder. Um, I tried to do that, but I miserably failed. And uh, what I end up with is I've got a big file share and in that file share, I've got folders and the folder has a year and sometimes a date and then a description of whatever I did or whatever we went. But it, some just say uh, holiday California. Yeah. Okay. And, and that was a holiday of, I think, 14 days or something, 20 days. I can't remember. Yeah. Quite long, uh, almost three weeks. And uh, that's just almost three weeks of pictures. Oh, yeah. Just in one folder. In one folder. Well, if it works for you, it works. And there are also a, a couple of movies in there made with, with my uh, <laughs> late hero because I sold it. Mm. And uh, there were a lot of pictures in there by made with the, the Canon, and but it's all in one folder. 
and and basically my photo management stops there <laughs> that's it uh, i don't do more i i try to manage the picture also with tagging them uh, i even wrote some python code that did some uh, image recognition so that it could tag the pictures with uh, there's a tree on it there's a bike on it there's a boat on it uh, nowadays it's it's a lot easier uh, but in in the past I, I did something with my video card and, and a bit of python code um, and i also try to keep all those raw images i'm not sure why but i keep all the raw images i cannot uh, throw a picture away my wife says well it's failed it's blurred yeah i know but i can't throw it away because technology might evolve and then i can rescue that picture yeah, even though i, I got I 25 of those pictures I, rec I recognize that a bit uh if the photo really is a fail i'll just i'll just toss it right in the camera yeah uh which oh by the way hello canon this is a bug if I toss a, uh, a picture in the camera, it will delete it only from the SD card, not from the SF card. Okay. Yeah, so on the CF card, it's still there, but on the SD card, it's not. Oh, that's all. I don't know why. Hello, Canon. Bug. <laughs> you obviously mailed them already. No, I haven't, <laughs> haven't, bought, it. I haven't bought it. But uh, something else uh, that, that uh, just... Uh, sparked my interest you said i have a I make 360 pictures so how do you do that well uh, i got a uh, insta 360 camera that, that, that's actually a camera with two wide lenses on it uh, two cameras of 180 degrees and with software it stitches those together and then it creates a well a, a 360 uh, picture um, oh nice and and it it's it, it can do that for pictures but also for uh for movies so you can record stuff and after the fact you can point to this is something that i want to see or uh, i want to focus on so when i edit those things if i edit those things um then then you can actually see uh, what was interesting before uh, be um, example we went to germany with friends and we didn't know what was happening around us. We went to a bowling alley and I just put a camera down and we went bowling. So what I could do afterwards was uh, take a shot of the person that's uh, going to bowl and follow the ball when it left his hand uh, to the, the end. So that's something that you, well, can do with a regular camera. But then you got to make sure that you film everything at the correct, uh, correct angle, and uh, you you already have some motion in it. It's 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 a bit hard. You'd have to be professional to do that. I'm not good at that. No. <laughs> so with the 360, it's uh, put it down. Just make sure that it's on a tripod and can see everything you want to be in the picture. And afterwards, you can just put your focus or um, your vantage point and switch it to where you want to go it's really neat okay so i want to do it with uh, everything but it's since it's a, a ultra wide angle lens it 
has some disformation in the picture on the top of the picture and the other. So it's, uh, it stretches it, but eh. everyone, be, everyone becomes a broad, <laughs> a broad mouth frog. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, I got a picture of myself on my website and I'm not going to share the URL, but I got a big forehead in that. <laughs> I do have a big forehead, but that's because of the hair, but yeah, you got to make sure that you take the correct camera or the correct picture with the correct camera. So the same goes <laughs> with, with drones. I mean, I can take pictures from uh, 120 meters above, but well, then then you see a bald spot. Well, actually, no, never mind. You see a bald man. <laughs> but if you go down and you take a picture in front or at 30 meters, then you get a complete different composition and, and a different picture altogether. So it's those are nice tools, but no, know when to use one. Yeah, I've I've looked at um, drones, and, and I did a bit of uh, uh, play, model planes mm -hmm. way, 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 way back in the past. But um, it was not a hobby for me because it required a lot of patience, and mostly you were repairing the plane from whenever you crashed it, <laughs> and then. You went flying for 15 minutes and then you crashed it and then you were three weeks in oh, gluing, yeah. the, gluing the bloody plane back together again. That thing was made of balsa wood and, and uh, lacquer, lacquer paper. No, um, it was very nice though, but uh, um, yeah, not my cup of tea. No, the drones these days are better. What I did like about those things were uh, that you had models where they actually had a petrol engine in a petrol tank and you can fill that thing up to the rim and you could actually fly for 30 minutes, mm. which is a stretch with the current drones, the electrical ones. Well, actually, uh, I got modern ones maybe, but uh, yeah. the, the, the ones from a couple from the, the, the last couple of years, it was 15 minutes and then. Yeah. Well, and then it's, Mainly if you build them yourself, if you build them yourself, then the battery is most of the time not very big, but uh, the commercial one I got, uh, a DJI, uh, I can fly around 30, 32 minutes on one battery and I have uh, three batteries on it. And the, I, looked the, at, I looked at a Mavic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a DJI. The, the, the small, the small foldable one. Yeah. Just to took to take on on holiday and you know just because well we're just us two and and if you want a picture of the both of you uh, I always have to search someone else or someone's holding the camera and uh, I was just looking at at uh, a way to avoid asking someone uh, to hold the camera or to take the picture especially when you're out and about in, I don't know, in some nature reserve or somewhere. Yeah. You know, it would be nice just to have a picture of, uh, of the two of you um, and, and the, the surroundings without having to search someone in, in the vicinity who can actually take the picture. Oh. Where that might be also a challenge because you know, I was uh, in a nature reserve in Spain and in the nearest kilometer there was no one. Yeah, well... The if you had a drone, it was the question if you're allowed to fly it there. But, well, actually, you you can then. 
That I do not know. But um, yeah, that was one of the things I looked at. But the um, flight times and the purchase price actually threw me off. Yeah, well, I, I got one just getting it. Talk, talk, talk. Where is it? It can do uh, 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 specifically the the modern ones. They can actually follow you around and uh, uh, take nice pictures while you are walking uh, out and about. Yeah, uh, correct. And I, I'm uh, well. Th this is one I got. Uh, well, so yeah, the one I looked at was quite a bit smaller, though. Yeah, and it it actually has a, a great gimbal. If you use it, then it it makes sure that that what you is um, always straight. If if you want yeah. it, and then you have to put it back together, and I always struggle. I don't think that it's something for me then. Well, putting it back together, no. <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. So, what is it that you photograph? Um, I photograph uh, well cityscape, landscape. Um, also from above and i try to make it interesting uh, we have sculpture here in the, in the village and i made a couple of pictures of that with my phone actually and just um, um make sure that that it's nice i did a contest with uh, with friends and then we asked our uh, partners to vote on uh, pictures. So we really had to struggle to uh, to get great pictures with your mobile phone. So we just went, uh, went into town and we each had to, uh, had a maximum of five pictures that we could take. And um, we were allowed to do some tweaking on the pictures, uh, but no real Photoshopping. And then actually the, one of the things was a, a large statue within our village and the other one was a owl carved out in the wood. And for the rest, it's, it's more nature. Like I said, when, when they talk back, uh, I am very hesitant to take pictures. Yeah, I'm not a people photographer, at least specifically. I like, I like, uh, uh, cityscape photography so the 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 architecture and and you know the, the some um details or features in architecture that you didn't see but i do not like photography but i always wait for people to leave before i take the picture yeah yeah sometimes too. that is that is not happening right i mean if you are uh, uh on the bridge in dublin it's it's well you can forget about being alone there but well, uh, Photoshop fortunately can do a neat trick. That is, if you take a picture, you wait five minutes, you take the same picture again. You could you tell Photoshop and remove the people, yep. because they all moved, and complete idea of what the picture could be. Then it is able to actually, with artificial intelligence, remove all the people from the picture. Yeah. Uh, so that that I did. Uh, uh, I, I I do I do that, and uh, yeah, that's that's. That's basically it. I mean, uh, we, when we were in, in, in Rome, I actually made a couple of wonderful pictures in the uh, uh, in Vatican City. So that is that. That was def that's definitely a rec uh, something to recommend as well. If you if you can ever go there, do yourself a favor. Rome is such a beautiful city. There is something to see everywhere, and uh, it's very easygoing. It's it's very, very well. 
at least we found it pretty safe. So very uh, easy to walk around. Not a whole lot of people who harass you. Okay. Very much unlike Barcelona, for instance, which is also a very nice city, but much more um, aimed at tourists. Yeah. And and something in between like Valencia. Well, I also like that. It's also... A, Valencia is also very nice, yes. Yeah, and it's a photographic city. Those are a lot of interesting places. Yeah. Yeah, and Sevilla I loved as well. That was so pretty. Hmm. Well, I haven't been there yet. Very, very nice. Specifically, the uh, um, they, they have a couple of very interesting architecture buildings. I think that is a, uh, uh, also a remainder of Olympic Games. The architecture buildings there, they are, they are amazing. This is a very nice city as well. Yeah, the, um, Olympic like, like in Barcelona, the, the stadium and stuff like that. That is not very interesting. In Barcelona and Sevilla, it is okay. Interesting. So, I definitely recommend that. But um, yeah, so this is what I do. What I absolutely do not do, and I really dislike the uh, um, the sort of photography as well, is urbex, urban exploring. Okay. You know the the moldy chairs and uh, collapsed buildings, uh, all the rusty industry. Um, no, that okay. is not my cup of tea. No, uh, I've did it a couple of times together with a, a friend from one one of our um, previous uh, customers, and I must say it it has something. I'm not sure what it what it is, but it's it's well not forbidden, but it's not allowed, and it's also looking back into the past and i'm not sure what it is it's i wouldn't go far for uh, for urbex but one or two times it, it it's i find it uh, interesting i wouldn't go to um what's it called with, with a nuclear explosion uh, Chernobyl? Chernobyl, yeah, no, that, well, I don't think that's a, a nice region to be in right now anyway. But uh, um, th there is a hospital in Germany that that was um, in, in World War II. It was an important uh, place. I, I would like to go there someday because those are very interesting. Uh, one of my dance teachers uh made their pictures with a couple of friends and those were pretty uh, impressive all right so, so it's so uh, one one other, one last question because yeah. this is one that i hear a lot and uh so many many people say you know why do you buy a expensive camera you've got an expensive phone there's a wonderful camera on there isn't that the same yeah it is i i'm <laughs> i'm sorry um, I, I I just recently bought a new phone, uh, the iPhone 15 Pro Max, specifically for the filming and the photography because it's a powerhouse uh, on, on that regard. So I know like a, a DSLR, you can do a lot of with, with the mirror and the lenses and then you come to the system cameras with the same lenses. I mean, the, the whole idea of taking a specific lens and put it on your camera. I mean, it's, it's, 
I'm not sure what to call it. It's it's real hands-on. You actually are taking photographies instead of I flip my phone out, I click a button, and I have the greatest picture I could ever make because it all is, the computational stuff in it and and yeah, it, it's it not is a consciously make it's it's consciously taking the picture, taking the time to create the right frame and look at the object that you're trying to photograph, make sure you have the right light, the right setting, the right, it's, it's in focus. You see maybe a bit of sky, uh, you know, you, you want your framing to be just right. And uh, depending on the lens, the framing is different and the, the, uh, uh, how you observe the object is different and how you experience the object is different. Um, so that, that can make for completely different pictures, although you're standing in the same spot with the same camera. And, yeah. and that is why I like using my camera for photography versus my phone. My phone is, is the and, and I definitely use the camera on that a lot as well. My phone is is the one to just you know snapshot. Hmm. We're out and about and we're on a terrace and we're drinking I don't know some cocktail. Oh ha ha! Let's take a picnic. That's what my phone is wonderful for. Yeah okay, but on the other hand, all the things you said about framing, lighting, and stuff like that. I mean, you obviously need to do it on your phone as well if you want to create a nice picture. Uh, I did a couple of uh, sessions um, at my local gym where I took some um, movies and I really paid attention to where is my light. I, I brought a rim light and, and stuff like that. So even though I used my phone to record a lot of uh, uh, movies, it's still how do you look at the scene? How do you look at your subject? She was talking back, actually. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would argue that those things are the same for no matter what camera you're using, even though you're a, a point-and-click, a system camera, or your phone. Sometimes they say that a good picture is just a good picture, no matter the, the device it can with. And I agree to some point. Right, you either have the eye, or you don't. Mm -hmm. If you have the eye, if you see uh, the picture in your mind before you take it, then it doesn't really matter theoretically what device you uh, you take. And I specifically say theoretically because I think that if you take a semi-professional camera like the 8D uh, I've got or uh, a full-frame one or uh, a proper system camera with a full-frame chip in it as well, the way that the picture comes out is always a tad better than when you do it on your phone. And okay. you have just a, a couple of bit, bits more of influence of the, the settings that you can take you can do the the lighting that you can adjust the uh the angle the the focus the 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 f-stops you know mm -hmm. the stuff that you can influence up to the minor details with the camera that you cannot do with your phone i i disagree but yay we disagree but 
are you using the default camera app then? Because if I listen to you, I hear I cannot do or change a lot of stuff. I mean, actually, f-stops are things that are based on your lens. Obviously, you can't do with your telephone. Yeah. Although there are lenses that you can put on it. But all the other things like creating raw images. I tried that and that generally sucked. Okay. Can be a person thing. I I haven't tried it, so I'm not sure. Those things are are sold a lot. I've got a couple of them. I'm happy to lend them to you. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Well, I'm curious. No, but uh, for photography on my phone, I don't use the standard app. I use um, what's called Halida. So I have more control on uh, actually the settings of the camera. I thought I had them in my drawer, but I didn't. (laughs) Okay. So, and then the same goes for filming. I use the uh, Blackmagic, what's it called? Blackmagic app. That that gives me control on all the things that I'm used to on my other regular DSLR, but still on my phone. So and I, I actually have to put a, yeah, a hard disk on it or an SSD because otherwise the phone gets full. And maybe yeah. maybe, maybe you're right, maybe you're not. But uh, uh, for me, it's also feeling right. I mean, when I mm. take my camera out, I'm actually out and about taking photos and um, that's something I wouldn't easily do with my phone in my hand. I mean, I would feel feel a bit silly as well. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I agree in that. You don't get on the floor with your phone taking pictures, although you would do that with your DSLR. And and you you can bluff your way in with a big camera as well. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> All right. So um, last question, because we're coming up already on 15 minutes. Man, we're talking. Um, what do you do with your pictures? Do you put them on socials? Or, uh, no? Okay. So it's just for yourself and your spouse? Very seldom. Sometimes uh, if I have doubts about a specific picture or um, I'm, I'm a member of a couple of Canon, Canon picture groups on Facebook. And uh, if I have doubts about the quality or the reason why a, a specific picture turned out in a specific way, I'll post it there and ask for, for uh, recommendations, improvements, comments. And, and you generally get a lot of feedback. Not all of it is a constructive, but um, it tends to uh, give you another perspective on the, on the picture that you've taken yourself. But... Other than that, no. Okay. They are they. My pictures are mine, and I'm planning to actually create a picture wall here, which will have a, a couple of rotating frames, um, so we can take some off the wall. You know, the old ones where you haven't you, that have been on up for a long time, and and swap them out for something new. Yeah. Yeah. So you do print them on canvas or stuff like that. Yeah, or uh, I've, I've I've got a, um, a subscription to a magazine, and then you get a, a rebate at one of the better photo photo stores. So uh, something like that, and then yeah. I print them on on paper or canvas or something. Yeah, well, well I I do the same. I have a couple of canvases in uh, in the home, uh, actually in the living room. One of the pictures from Valencia. Like like the iconic picture in 
I believe it's New York that that you're looking at the building and you're standing in the middle of the street. Similar uh, photo I took in Valencia, and that's in the, in our living room, as well as the bridge of the Enterprise. But that's something completely different. And I sometimes put them on Instagram, like when they're funny or real good. I, well, I don't mind that that uh, to say, hey, look at me, I took it. Although I normally don't do things like that. And I put them on, what's it called? Flickr in, in the past, but I don't, that, don't do that anymore. So it's more 500px or Instagram or wire stock. I hope somebody buys my pictures, but uh, it never, never happens. happens. Perhaps they're not as good as I think it, they are. <laughs> yeah, well, what can you do? So with that, I think uh, we can wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want us to talk about a different topic than photography, 3D printing, home automation, or something else, please let us know in the comments below. And uh, thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Mm.